Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conversations That Heal. This is your host, Susan Jacoby. I hope you are enjoying these inspirational interviews and they help you to discover how to make the decision to overcome childhood trauma, develop self-love, and live a life of peace and joy. This is the second conversation of our three-part series with guest Janine Zunk. On the last inspirational message, we explored ways you can reduce your anxiety and along with connecting with your body, move through resistance to receive confidence and inner peace. Today we are talking about how we use our destructive habits to limit the abundance of possibilities. To break our patterns, it first takes awareness to the habit. And then we need to create a plan to overwrite the routine that we've created. And lastly, a commitment to apply the plan, which must include self-love and compassion for our new way of thinking, feeling, and acting. Our guest, Janine Zunk, is a spiritual girl next door who teaches emotional mastery and universal connection. She believes the universe is constantly guiding, supporting, and communicating with us. It is simply our job to listen. To learn more about Janine, visit her website, namastelivingonline.com. Janine, I'm so grateful that you were able to come back and share your wisdom with all of us. On today's healing message, I want to talk to you about this idea, not fully committing to ourselves. And heavens know, I know what that looks like for me. And I'm sure just saying that, the listeners would be like, oh yeah, I know what that looks like. This is the time to be honest with yourself. We're not saying go spread it over the PA system, you know, what it looks like to you. This is a time to search within you. What does it look like not to fully commit to yourself? What does it feel like? What does it what sounds do you even hear, the the vibration like we talked about on our last show? So Janine, I want to explore that with you and maybe just use in your own life experience because I have talked to Janine about this and, and I do know that she has a history with this also. Like find me a human being who doesn't have a history with this. <laughs> How do you work through that, this idea of not fully committing to yourself? You know, you commit to going to work every day you commit to eating every day. Why don't we commit to bettering ourselves or following through with things that will enrich our lives? What has been your experience with that? And what lessons have you learned about your experiences? Huge topic. Huge. So thank you for having me back. I will say I've been really focusing on that this year. So it's such a such a ripe topic for me right now. So what that looks like um, from examples from my life is that I start things. I'm an excellent starter. I get really excited about an idea and I want to run and do it. And then it could be two days, it could be two weeks, it could be two months, and suddenly I don't feel like doing more, or it's not working, or I get, you know, like something comes up. So suddenly I just I don't want to do it anymore, and I stop. What I used to do and what I was doing is calling myself, I'm not a finisher. I don't finish things. I'm a starter. And so by labeling myself with that, it was an easy way for me to blame why I wasn't finishing, why I wasn't moving forward. And then I didn't have to deal with the process. I could just say, oh, I'm not a finisher and just kind of wave it away. 
And I decided this year that I'm done labeling myself in that way. If I start, I can darn well finish. I finished lots of things. I finished my bachelor's degree. I have to go to work every day. A million things I could label that I've finished in my life. If I'm, if I'm going to stand up and say I'm responsible for my life, and if I'm going to stand up and say I co-creator within my life, then it's a conflicting attitude to then say, but I'm just not that. It's an excuse. It's a lame way out. It's an untruth for me. To me, I think everyone's going to be a little bit different in far as why they stop or why they have that behavior of maybe never starting. And I think it comes down to really asking yourself why. If I finish this thing, what will change for me? What will be different in my life? And it might be, like for me, it was always around my business. So it was never finishing a program or a project. And never getting it released because then I would actually have to be vulnerable and people could tell me it was terrible. People could tell me it was the worst thing ever. People could want their money back. You know, like I immediately saw the worst happening because I didn't commit to the value I was providing people. And I didn't commit to the fact that I am good enough to create this thing that could actually help someone. That was my reason for stopping. Sometimes I, like I told you before, sometimes I used to tell myself, oh, I'm just not aligned. It's not resistance. They use pretty spiritual excuses, right? All those pretty spiritual words that they throw around nowadays. It's just an excuse. It's just a matter of saying, why can't I finish? Because I have to be a bigger person. I have to stand up in a bigger way. I have to show up in a bigger way. And that's terrifying because I could be rejected. And then it's suddenly all the fears start to show up that I have to work through them one by one to move forward. It's really a matter of learning to know yourself and explore and be willing to say, you know what, I am responsible for my life. And so I am going to start, I'm going to ask myself why, 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 and just keep digging until you get that answer that's like, ah, you're the reason I'm not moving forward. Okay, we're going to fix you. I'm so glad that you shared that and were so vulnerable with us. The one thing that I'm starting to work on is this idea of being curious about why I'm not doing something or what I'm, you know, what is stopping me or for me, you know, and I've shared about my child abuse history and I'll be honest, I still get memories. I just had a new one a few weeks ago and, you know, it's like, why am I getting this memory? Like, what is this memory telling me? So this whole idea of of being curious, like Janine was talking about, boy, it does just ignite that self-worth wound. It's so much easier to uh, shrivel up like those little bugs that you touch and they they curl up into a round thing. I think they're called a pill bug or, or something. I don't know. You know what bug I'm talking about? Yeah, we called them roly-polies when I was little. That's what they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the name of them. As Janine was talking, I was thinking to myself about an exercise that might be helpful for everyone, including myself, maybe even with Janine. That is to make a list of things that you have finished in your life. I would encourage you, the listeners, to practice self-compassion while making this list, to not hesitate from writing down that you made a cake for a friend or um, a nice dinner for your family or 
you rode your bike or, you know, whatever, because all of those activities are what also makes up you and they're important to acknowledge in things that you have finished in your life. Have you found that to be supportive in your day-to-day activities too, Janine? Oh, absolutely. Everything you just listed carries the vibration, um, the energy, the feeling the of um, completion. If you have a phone call that you've been meaning to make for a week, but you don't quite make it, you haven't quite finished, right? As soon as you choose to stop right now, walk over the phone, pick it up, make the phone call, you've now activated the vibration and the energy of completion back into your space. And things will begin to shift just by that one little choice. So anytime you find yourself saying, I'm not something, I'm not a finisher, I don't complete things, whatever, and you catch yourself doing it, stop and make a list of when you do do it. Because that's just your your ego mind. That's just your brain trying to say, no, uh-uh. You have a little kid and you go, no, you aren't. No, you aren't. So you need to get it out of your head, write it on paper, and that way you can say, yes, I am. And and here's an example, and here's an example, and here's an example. And and I guarantee you, even those little silly things, like I actually mailed the birthday card. I was so great at buying cards and filling them out and stamping them, and I would never put it in the mailbox. <laughs> it was like collections <laughs> of stamped cards for years. And I was like, why am I doing this? I passed the mailbox 16 times a day. There was something in me because it would be completing it, right? And I was just not in a space of owning it. So when you recognize it, now I'm, nope, I'm not going to set this on the counter for tomorrow. I'm going to walk to the mailbox right now because I know I don't want that energy hanging over me. Yeah, so absolutely it works. It gets it out of your head. You can start to really visually see and then begin to feel and then begin to embody and own the fact that you are a finisher. You're just choosing what to finish. Now it's your opportunity to say, okay, what am I now going to choose to finish that I haven't yet versus beating yourself up? That also feeds into the consequences of not finishing. It can be things that are a lot more serious, you know, like not finishing your taxes, not finishing your bills, not finishing a, a closing a relationship. Those things mm-hmm. carry a lot more energy, vibration than not you know, mailing a birthday card. I mean, maybe even, you know, that, that also carries vibration. Maybe it's the same vibration. I don't know. Those those other things are just so heavy on my mind. And when I don't follow through mm-hmm. with things that have a higher consequence than something else. It's the little things in our everyday life that may not feel like they have big consequences that are our place to practice right? That's how we practice the completion energy. So when the big project comes up, you already have got that momentum. You already know how to finish stuff. You're already confident you're a finisher. So you don't carry that energy and that doubt of I'm not a finisher into that project. And one of the, it was I believe it was Danielle Laporte, wrote this amazing blog post about how she went and met the Dalai Lama. And it was right after some monks had been killed in his monastery, I guess it is. She went with a couple friends and their first words to him were, I'm so sorry for your loss. You know, that's such a tragedy. And his response has, I've never forgotten it. The response that she said he wrote that he said was simply, thank you for your thoughts. 
But this is why we practice for times like this. You practice compassion. You can practice completion. You practice forgiveness. You practice these things in your everyday life when things are good and it doesn't feel like it matters so that it's easier to do. You have the foundation when something shows up where it does matter. And that, to me, is just such a powerful way to say those little things matter. That's why you practice. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's a good way to wrap up today's show for the listeners to just think about that and embrace that. Can you share who the lady was that wrote that again? Yeah, absolutely. That's Danielle Laporte. Mm -hmm. I don't know her website off the top of my head, but if you Google her, she's everywhere. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Janine does have a gift that she wants to offer all the listeners Janine, could you share that with the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Anyone who's listening to this show, just um, I'm offering you a free one-card angel reading, basically one question. I know it's a tumultuous time in the world right now, so let's kind of get you back on track and reset. Simply go to my website, and you can schedule an appointment, mention the show, and you will not have to put in the payments at all. The website is Namaste Living online.com that's n-a-m-a-s-t-e livingonline.com thank you so much janine janine will be back with us next week as we wrap up the conversation of connecting with our angels and connecting with our vibrations i'll leave the link to your website on the description part of the show so it'll be easier for the listeners fantastic fantastic i'm excited to come back On the third and final healing message with Janine, we are going to explore how we can all make a conscious choice to be happy. Please contact me at Susan at ConversationsWithHeal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. Leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to help us reach listeners in search of living a life of peace and joy. Above all, remember that you are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.